everyone, and welcome back to the industry podcast. So no matter what industry you are currently operating in, this podcast is for you. Welcome back. Welcome back. We're on episode six. Episode six episodes so far. Um, today we're talking about millennials. So I fe- we really felt like this was a really, really important topic because I'm sure that many of you out there are hiring millennials or working with millennials or you actually are millennials. Um, so we thought this was a really fitting podcast or fitting topic to, to discuss today. Um, and just talking about how to lead them and, and you know where to find them, who are they and you know what they need. So let's start off with who millennials are. They're, Basically, when you talk about um, brackets or pockets of individuals, I think it's a twen- two decades. Yep. So millennials are f- were born from 1981 or 1982 up to 2002. So um, basically most of our audience, I think. Yeah, majority are definitely our audience, um, mostly our clients as yeah. well. Um, yeah, a lot of who we surround ourselves with and work with on a daily basis are. So this is going to be a very important one for anybody out there that's either wanting to have that bracket on board in their company or is currently working with them. Yeah. And we're, we're, I guess we're millennials ourselves. So we're millennials running a business for millennials. Yeah. Servicing millennials. So um, it's, I love this topic and I think, um there's the the elephant in the room in corporate was you know oh these bloody millennials they don't know what they're doing they've got this entitlement mentality but i really want to flip it on its head today and i guess share some tips with you guys on where to find them and how to really tap into them and get the best out of them because they're amazing people and i think for they're really they they are an asset to any business so I guess today we just want to talk about how you guys can leverage off their talent, really. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So let's talk about, and this is probably just, this is probably directed at you, leveraging off technology. So the evolution of technology, technology moves at a really, really fast pace now. Unfortunately for me. Yeah. Probably the only millennial out there with, with the non-technology skill set. But it's, it's great for people that want to, so, so for we always talk about innovation, right? So if you're not innovating, you're dying. If you're not innovating and giving um, opportunities to millennials to, to leverage off technology, then you're not gonna be an employer of choice. No. So millennials, they have their hair, their phones glued to their hands 24 hours a day, which is a good thing, right? Right. We can leverage off that yes. for purpose of business, finding clients, selling products and services. Yes. I think it's really important that we tap into that rather than shy away from it. Yeah. Well, we're going back to like a 15 year period of me being within this industry of hair. 15 years ago, when I first started, the iPhone wasn't even created, I don't think. When I, 2006 no. was the iPhone. Yes. So yeah. when I first started, there was no iPhone. There was no smartphones. There was no such thing as taking the before shot, the after shot like, you know, taking transformation videos, none of that existed. Um, Inspo, bringing in Inspo, like everything has changed. My clients, I I mentioned this story to you the other day, 
I used to sit at the desk and my favorite part of the day was flicking through magazines and cutting out different hairstyles and putting them in books of redheads, blondes, short haircuts, long haircuts and I would get my glue stick and stick them down and create these little collages for clients to use as references for the styles that they wanted. Going 15 years on now, it's them coming in with a video or a post of something that you've posted and going, this is what's attracted me to come into your business. Um, so it's changed so much. I worked in a lot of Westfield salons when I first started in hair. And the reasons why Westfield salons were the place to go back then was because of the constant foot traffic. You know, you didn't have to rely on I don't even know how you would have promoted back then. Maybe the Yellow Pages, I think. It was yeah, like a big probably. one when I first started. I feel really old. When if I... you had a lot of money, like if you're a big company, uh, you could have promoted on a billboard or a bus or whatever. Right. Yeah. So like that's how they were promoting back then. And Westfield businesses, like if you weren't a salon that was in a Westfield, it was really, really hard for you to make yourself busy because how else, you know, were you promoting? So... Now, times have changed. Boutique salons are just here, there, and everywhere, and it's because of social media and technology and how much it's advanced. So um, I think, yeah, it's really important that you now understand that your target audiences aren't the people that are flicking through yellow pages, or it's very minimal now. And if you want to reach that larger audience and you know get people into your business, it's really gonna come down to understanding how technology works and understanding how they communicate, how millennials communicate yeah. with one another. Exactly. What their, their attention spans, like this goes so deep. Like it's not even just a matter of posting a video. Millennials, studies have shown that we actually have quite a short attention span if you don't catch our um, you know attention within the first five seconds we're clicking out of it so what are you, are you understanding that and what are you doing to keep us engaged to make that content a valuable piece of content mm -hmm. you've got to get really you know good at understanding your target audience and if it's millennials understand the attention span is very short we get bored very quickly and we want to know what's happening within that first five seconds yeah and exactly. how to get something quick yeah compare our mums and dads to the millennials now right yeah. even gen y to millennials they're so different the way our mums and dads saved money uh Got, went about their education, for example. So, you know, it was a thing where you go to school, you finish school, you go to TAFE or you go to university and um, you do your years, you do the hard yards. Now you've got education at your fingertips. You can do a course. There was a, there was a free, there was a company that were doing free courses online all through 2020. And you could just log in on your phone. It was mobile friendly version. Actually, you could probably do a uni degree now, mobile friendly right. version. So. The way people are accessing education is so different. The way that people are paying for goods and services is so different. I don't even think millennials would even go. When was the last time you went into a bank, a physical bank? No, it doesn't happen. Or an ATM. Like, mm, yeah. I never go to an ATM. And it was like the thing all the time back then, right? for sure. Exactly. So now you've got your phone, you've got your smartphone. Yep. You can you can tap and go. You've got PayPass. I paid, I bought something on my phone last week and I didn't even know I bought it. 
well, how much we've got Afterpay and ZipPay. Yeah. That wasn't a thing before. If you don't have Afterpay and ZipPay in your business, you are, are not understanding how much yeah. lost revenue you actually have because not everybody, and especially millennials, how much debt that they've gotten and damage that they've done to themselves over the years, they're not applicable for a credit card. That's or, right. You know, so having that option of like zip pay and after pay is really changed the game in our business. Like mm. we aren't just, you know, having that 50 or $80 service. We've got services that can go in hundreds or thousands because we're working with high ticketed items. So, and we know most people want it then and now. They don't want to save up to go and get their hair extensions done. What no. can they do to take, you know, have that now? And when we introduced Afterpay and ZipPay on to, into our business, it really changed everything. Yeah, because people want things now. Millennials yeah. want things right now. They want to be qualified right now. Yes. They want to have things right now. They want to go and buy goods and services now and they want to, they want to have it in their possession. So even for me, like, 15 years ago, even 20 years ago, I was, you know, if I couldn't buy something, I couldn't buy it. Yeah. So I had to save up for that. Yeah. And that was at the start of, you know, uh, my working career. And, but the, the girls that are my age, when, when they were my age back then, now they're just straight away, they can buy it. They yeah. can have access to it. So, and there's that expectation. So there is a fine line of being responsible um, for, you know, not putting people into debt, too much debt, but um, they expect it. So, yeah. and if they, if you can't give it to them, then they, they will go and get it somewhere else. Right. So the, I guess the world is moving at such a fast pace and a lot of, um, you know, a lot of things just don't apply anymore. So no. one other thing that came up with um, talking about leading you've got to really find out how you can tap into how you can lead these people, these young people in your business as well. So we always get questions about how do you find good staff? Like finding staff in Australia, guys, is very, very difficult. Put JobKeeper on top of that with, you know, the recent or current pandemic that we're in and it's even harder. So, and how do you find good staff? Well, you've obviously got to, it ties into having a great brand, right? So right. you need to, you need to be able to offer them something really, really amazing. Otherwise, they will go somewhere else very quickly. They're very impatient. Yeah. But we always get the question, how do you find good staff? It's not about just putting an advertisement out there and going, okay, um, seek.com. I've got nothing against seek at all, but we don't even go on seek.com anymore. Yeah. They're not there. Our target audience is just not there. Well, it, it, it started off as what we're looking for and if you're that person and now attracting millennials is what we can do for you and do you want to be that person yeah so you've got to change that completely this is how we find staff now it's no longer like are you this person this is what we're looking for do you think you're the person for that job it's like we offer this, we give this, what you'll get when you come here, this is what it looks like, this is what you'll be a part of. Like they wanna know all of that before they yeah. make the decision because there's just too many jobs out there now, there's too many choices. So um, yeah. They're calling the shots, aren't they? Yeah. And I think some people get really frustrated with millennials calling the shots, like who do they think they are coming into my business telling, them, telling me when they wanna start and finish and you know, they've got all these obligations. And But if you, just, it, I guess it's about having 
having that discussion like it's not a make sure it's not a one-size-fits-all approach right do you know what I mean so make sure that there's you know what time do they want to start and finish you know I, I've spoken about this before in um, at a different event like what time do they want to start and finish not tar everyone with the same brush right you know if be flexible to keep employees go on to the days where it's this is what time everyone starts and finishes you know you need to clock on and clock off I think you need to have a flexible approach to be able to attract the right people. Right. Yeah. For sure. So how do we educate millennials? Well, they're glued to their mobile phones, aren't they? Right. They're always on their phones. My biggest piece of advice is to find where they spend their most time and educate through that. Mm. So I always say, like we do it all the time we do you know we we educate through a phone and and I think because they're on their phones 24 7 you yep. know tap into there's some great apps out there um whatsapp's a great one there's a lot of other apps out there gone are the days of emails yeah like I just don't I do not open my email I actually <laughs> asked a staff member this morning what her email address was and she was like oh yeah I can give it to you like it was a like what do you need my email address for right. you know so um like send me a text send me a text or instagram me i'm dm me yeah. i'm like i'm iconic for that dm me send we, me a dm yeah even this like ed how do you educate millennials um tag them in instagram posts right there's a lot of education on instagram out there right. now tag share. Them, share share it to their dms we have a whatsapp group which will shortly innovate on because we're just finding it not as effective as the other path that we want to go down where it might be educating through an app um but Right now, we're educating through um, WhatsApp, you know, every valuable piece of content that I come across or every lesson that I've learned or a way that we can restructure this business for the better is going into that WhatsApp group. And it's something that I um, ask myself to go over constantly. That is your, um, you know, that's an education that's free for you. That's made for you, that group is. And it's there mm -hmm. for you to reference any given time you want. It's all there in the format of however that piece of content came to. Mm -hmm. So whether it be, I mix it up. Sometimes it's a mix of podcasts. Sometimes it's video. Sometimes it's a 15 second reel. Don't, like, like I said before, they're going to lose interest really quickly. So change it up. If you're just sharing podcasts all the time and expecting them to learn that way, you know, most, most millennials might not listen to this podcast, mm. but some will, you know, so that's why we don't just do a podcast when we're educating. That's why I'd have one-on-one -on -one in-person training. Um, you know, that's why we have education nights for an hour after work or YouTube. Yeah. YouTube. Or that's why we have that WhatsApp group. Mm. It's just tweaking and seeing what works for, yeah. you know, what kind of millennial that I'm working with. Because yeah. again, it's, they're not all the, they're not all the same. And it's about understanding each individual too, right? That's right. Everyone's got this different approach when it comes to education, but we're moving at a very fast pace, right? A very fast paced world. And it's about how do we educate quickly and, and educate um, everyone at the same speed. We've actually, our staff member or our team are mostly millennials. Yes. Pretty much. Even probably, um, we've probably got a Gen Z in our team now. Yeah. So um, we have to stay on our game and go, okay, how can we tap into these, our staff? How can we, how can we nurture and grow them the way that they need to be grow, right. the, the way that they need to have the growth rather than this is what worked for me. 
back in the day, this is what worked for you back in the day. Yeah. I sat in a university, like a lecture hall for seven years of my life. Like, right. I don't see that, that how that would benefit them these days. No. I just don't see the value in it. So, well, TAFE, how exactly. many millennials I have had come to work and say, I just hate going to TAFE. I haven't learned anything. Why? Because yeah. you're still learning about perm sets that nobody has. Yeah. <laughs> you know, is a perm set relevant to the businesses that we currently have? And the answer is no. You know, are we teaching social media? Are we teaching how to run a business in TAFE? Are we teaching how to build a personal brand in TAFE? Are we teaching sales on products, like education on products? The answer is no. So why are these millennials not wanting to go to TAFE? That's your reason, because we're sticking to something that worked you know, 15, 20 years ago, and we haven't innovated and we haven't changed it. We haven't had a look at the market and go and gone, this is what people are interested in learning mm. now. And this is what's going to make hairstylists successful in the future. Yeah. You know, one of, with these types of people now, I think we, we actually had a staff member that come into our business recently and we had a bit of a hard time getting her in because of old way of thinking. Right. And Sarah, thankfully Sarah and I, um, being the alpha females that we are and we're very bold in our approach and we, we just don't care when it comes to old way of doing things. We yeah. just, we always challenge the status, the status quo. And this, this young girl, a very talented young girl that we really wanted in our business, we thought that she'd be a perfect fit and she actually is a perfect fit. Um, she's recently come into our business, but she, her employer just wouldn't release her right. because of the TAFE sign off. You know, she's a third year apprentice. Um, she's about to be qualified. And we just said, we don't care about that. No. Just leave. And the, the consequence of that is that you just, you're, you're in limbo as an employee that, you know, you don't, you're not being signed off with your, your past employer. And there's a risk that you don't have that qualification. Right. And we were as bold as saying, you know, yes, in qualifications are important for that body of knowledge. But just come into our business. Like, that's just not the way that we do things. No. So if you're willing to leave, we're willing to invest in you. Um, we just believe that there's a, there's a new way of education and growth. And we just, and when I come and think about it, why did that staff member want to leave her previous place of employment? That's right. And that came down to lack of education or type of education. She wasn't learning what she wanted to. Yeah. She was constantly asking for it. Sometimes we don't get that luxury of a staff member or a potential staff member asking what it is they actually want to learn. But if somebody's coming to you and they're going, this is what I want and you're unable to deliver because it, you know, you've got to let them go. That's right. Like so. it's either level up or let them go. That's it. And I think it's always finding ways to, to educate. So if you've got a staff member that's looking elsewhere, what, you know, there's got to be a couple of reasons, right? They're mm. looking elsewhere because time is up and they just want to move on and grow. Yeah. Then great, you need to let them go. Yeah. But is it because you haven't educated or you haven't listened to that, those, that person's needs? That's really, really important. And I think the latter is, you know, where a lot of businesses fall down. So yeah. learn how to tap into those millennials because we all have them in our business and leverage off their strengths. They're great assets to have.
let's stop bashing them, you know, and yeah. oh, these millennials, they don't listen, they don't offer anything, they're just, they're too restless and they want to keep moving on to bigger and better things. Well, what are we doing to grow them? We just got to, we, we have to do things differently now. Right. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, so stop dismissing them. They're our future. Yeah. I think exactly what I talked about before. They're not, um, there's a new way of doing things now and they are our future. They're going to be running our country one day. Yeah. We have to think of new ways of doing things. Yeah. Well, I think that's it. I love that episode. Yeah. Short and sweet. Yeah. I think the, the one lesson that I can give or one taking from this episode is understand who millennials are and then go out there and promote to them effectively. Um, and then when you have them in your business, learn their needs and cater to them and work together with them, not against them. Exactly. For sure. So that just about wraps up uh, episode six, which is leading millennials in business. Why am I wrapping it up? Because you guys are millennials and you've probably had enough of this podcast because of your attention span. So we will see you next time. See you next Bye. time, guys. <laughs>